Welcome to Rethink Energy. I'm your host, Jessica Aberland. This week, we are continuing our conversation with Chris Conway of Conway Energy. He was telling us about how important it is to properly air seal and ventilate your home. Today on the show, we are going to talk about one way that you listeners can keep yourself from getting hoodwinked during the construction process. When something sold to you as bigger and better turns out to be one of the worst things that you can do. again. He's telling me about an energy model that is done by the HVAC contractor. It's also called a manual J calculation. It's used to determine the correct size of your heating and cooling equipment. I know what you're thinking. We're talking about a calculation, like why? (laughs) Um, But stick with us. It's pretty intriguing and I think on a surprisingly human level. Basically you tell what kind of levels of insulation you have. What kind of quality windows do you got? All that is taken into consideration and dumped into this model, this computer-generated model. And it spits out a number that says, hey, you need 24,000 BTUs of heat to make this place comfortable. The trick is, is that there are many, many different ways to manipulate the manual J to read what the HVAC contractor wants to read. You got what does it. the HVAC contractor want it to read? The HVAC contractor wants to sell you a bigger system. He wants that extra thousand bucks. Yeah. So you can't just rely on the fact, unfortunately, which is part of the peril of this whole thing, is you don't know how far down the bunny trail do you got to go before you can trust somebody. Now, there are some very good ones out there. Maybe one out of 20 will come back and it's accurate. Hmm. But you won't know that unless you get into the the real fine details of the way it's calculated. And then I go through it with a fine-tooth comb. Often, sometimes I pick up the phone and say, you know, what was your reasoning? Why did you decide to make this assumption? Oftentimes, they have very reasonable answers. Unfortunately, many times they don't. Can you give an example of one that you can remember? You called them up and there was something that was off. Yeah, uh, so there, there was one that we were designing for. It was, a, it was just a small 1,200 square foot two-story building. It was in Baltimore, Maryland, and it had two bedrooms, so it should have only three people in it. What he had done was he had put 12 people were living in that house. Now, 12 people generate a lot of heat. So did you catch that? The HVAC contractor in his energy model, manual J calculation, whatever you want to call it, artificially upped the number of people assumed to be living in the house. So that would be another way to manipulate the calculation so it seems like a bigger air conditioner is needed. And so I I called him and I said, hey, I notice here that you have 12 people living in a two-bedroom house. And he says, well... I know they have a lot of friends. So I I kind of asked them how many friends they got. And they have like eight to ten friends. This is the HVAC contractor talking again, as described by Chris. And so I added that so that when all of his friends are there, we have enough heating and cooling. And I won't receive a phone call saying we can't keep the place cool enough. And I was like, huh. Um, I was like, you can't really be designing and planning for people that are only going to be there a few hours a week. And if you're multiplying the amount of people by four, you're going to have too big of a system. You're, 
And by default, you're going to start to create moisture problems. Remember this point about humidity problems. It's really important. And we're going to talk about that more in a minute. Your energy bills are going to be a little bit higher. Your ductwork is going to be bigger than it should be. This design strategy is not what's going to be best for the owners. So and, what did he say? And he said, well, I'm going to have to notify the, the homeowner that you're making me make this design decision. So he called the homeowner. He never, so the HVAC guy never called me back. All I got was a corrected sheet with it to three. So one of the things that's going on here is that the HVAC contractor doesn't understand or perhaps even trust that the house is going to be well insulated and air sealed. It's still very rare to see insulation and air sealing at the level that we're talking about on this show. As we learned last week, about 70% of the heat and AC in typical construction leaks out of the house every hour. So think about it. If you're the HVAC guy or gal, you are used to seeing most of the AC or heat from your equipment leak out of the house. So in those cases, you really do need bigger equipment to keep up with that demand. But that's not necessarily the case in one of these new green homes where the insulation is doing its job. This tension, this distrust, if you will, is what Chris has to overcome. He has to assure the HVAC contractor that he and the builder will deliver on air sealing and insulation so that then the HVAC equipment can do a good job of keeping the house comfortable. It's sort of like the green building equivalent of a trust fall. There's a part of me that's very sympathetic to the, to the HVAC contractor because he doesn't want the phone call when people are having a party that everybody's too hot and they can't do anything about it. But those phone calls in a nice, insulated, air-sealed house with a nice, efficient, well-running HVAC system, those calls are pretty few and far between anymore. The problem you're going to have is when you have a leaky house that's like a basket that's letting in hot air from the outside, and you have a bunch of people inside creating hot air. That's when you get the double whammy. Now, when Chris and I were talking, he told me about a million different times, and for various reasons, that it's really important not to oversize your system. Here, listen. Having a properly sized air conditioner or heat pump is very important because we're often oversized to begin with. We always think bigger is better, and that's not necessarily the case. We are in America, and often bigger is better is the way we like to talk about things. You don't need the big behemoth equipment anymore. You're going to have too big of a system. If you have a big system, the problem with too big, that bad boy needs to be properly sized. So why it's important for air conditioning to be the right size, it's very important. If you're going to do anything, you may want to air on the side just a little bit smaller. So do you get it? Do not oversize your HVAC system. <laughs> So why is Chris stuck on this point? Why is it so important that your HVAC system is not too big? It's not just because it will save the homeowner money. That is a definite benefit, but there's an even more important reason to get this right. Mold. So essentially what he's explaining to me is that opting for the right size system does a good job of removing humidity. The oversized system does not. And that is critical. Here he is explaining why. We are changing the paradigm of a house now. So a lot of us are very used to, in the wintertime, being very dry. Because the cold, dry air from the outside is allowed to leak in at will. 
and basically just take the warm, moist air out of the house. So our lips get chapped, our face, we're putting lotion on everywhere. In what these tighter homes is we capture that moisture now. You know, you've created your own fancy little beer cooler. The moisture that used to be able to come and go at will, can't do that anymore. You don't want too much moisture in your house because... Well, then you start to run into mold situations. You don't want the mold you know, situation. You just have elevated levels of humidity, which, which you know, everyone, that's what everybody keys into is the mold. So there you have it. Air seal and insulate and select the right sized equipment because you don't want to live in a fancy little beer cooler. You know that one that you have stashed in the garage. You didn't air it out and now there's mold growing up the sides. You want to be comfortable and healthy in your new home and you want that investment to pay you back. Thanks to Chris Conway again from Conway Energy for joining us. Thanks also to Chris Summers, who helped me with production. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Music included Hurt Me by Benjamanji, Rudolf Steiner's favorite television program by Jesse Spillane, Loon Tune by Shana Lewis, and How It Fades by Scott Gratton. Find out more about Rethink Energy and let us know what you think on our website at arlingtonenergy.us. 